0: Kurt Ammerman is a Philadelphia-based musician and Temple film major. Kurt's music ranges from indie rock to folk and resides somewhere in that realm. This allows Kurt to explore new and different sounds with his music, which is always fresh and exciting. With a handful of songs released, Kurt's expertise in film is strongly on display because most of his releases are accompanied with uh, visuals. His song Juliet Kills Romeo Part 1 is filmed in a dimly lit red room that almost reminiscent of the Black Lodge from Twin Peaks and also shares that same eeriness. Other videos take place in a field and in the passenger seat of a car. All very regular places, yet Kurt's vision allows for these faces to be deep and interesting. They tell a story and complement the mood of the songs well being of both backgrounds allows Kurt to fully realize his artistic vision and create wonderful songs as well as breathtaking visuals. With that being said, Kurt is currently working on releasing new and original music, which people should keep an eye out for their street release date coming soon. Damn, so man, Kurt, make you that was beautiful. <laughs> oh, thanks man. I really appreciate it. Well, I mean, everything I said was was very true. I mean,
1: appreciate it. Thank you.
0: Yeah, I've enjoyed all the songs that you've sent to me, and um, yeah. So one of the th- distinctions I made was uh, in that song uh, Juliet Kills Romeo." That definitely felt. Have you ever watched Twin Peaks? Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that that set definitely reminded me of the um the Black Lodge. Uh was that was that something that you kind of went for when you're creating that video or is it just by coincidence
1: well a lot of like um the things i do visually like a lot of video stuff a lot of films i've directed they're all very surreal and they all kind of have that like weird absurdism that, that david lynch uh kind of has but that video came from um campus shutting down and i'm really good friends with um Uh, this director and cinematographer and they had a shoot planned and they were like we have all this equipment we have this entire setup you know we we have we're ready to film video but everything just got canceled so i was i texted them it was like last minute we were like let's set it up let's do it in an hour Uh, i have something we can record a song and that's that's what came out of it it was was awesome
0: yeah it's a great video it's what it is is it's really simple it's a really simple setup but it works just so well with uh with the visuals the visuals are great the song is great and everything just kind of blends well together it's one of those cases of like uh more is less or less is more
1: yeah yeah so, a lot of minimalism because we were poor and only had you know so much to work with
0: <laughs> well it works it works great and um and also what it's what's it like being both a film major and uh working on music at the same time it's like you just kind of had this like dual uh, creativity going on.
1: Yeah, it's it's nutty. Uh, my, my brain is a wild place. It's always turned on. Um, I kind of think it's really synonymous. Like the way I think about art in general or like expression is I, I have a lot of, lot of mediums of art. So like I do a lot of writing. I take pictures, you know. Um, so for me, music just kind of happened. Um, when I think, I think very visually all of my songs have some kind of like sound design. They have a very like distinct, um, setting, I guess. So when I, I make a lot of my songs, I have, I, I see it kind of visually and there's a lot of elements that are like tied together with mood. And like, if a song evokes a certain mood, I see a color or I'll add a sound. Um, so, kind of, a lot of the times when I write, I picture where the song would be played or like what setting it would be in. Um, because whenever I make a song, I have a video in my head already about how it's going to look. I guess.
0: Yeah, that's so cool. Um, yeah, I definitely recognize that with um, some of the songs that you send me. Uh, there's definitely that the visuals definitely playing with the song and it complements them well. It's like. Mm-hmm. You know, you can put out a song and it tells a story, but when you put out a song with visuals and everything, it kind of takes it to like that next level. Yeah, totally. Yeah, so um, what made you want to do, uh, become a filmmaker?
1: Uh, panic, last minute panic to decide on a college. Um, I've always, always been into film. Um, it's kind of something that even when I wasn't in a setting with a support of the arts and stuff, I was always drawn toward it. Um, so when I was thinking about colleges, I was thinking about all the stuff I could do. I was thinking about psychology. I was just kind of in like a rough place where I was totally lost about where I wanted to go. So I decided if I'm going to do anything, I have to do something creative. And I've always kind of like made videos and messed around with editing and stuff. So I decided, okay, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to make a film, um, and just like get everything out. Um, I'm just, I was just super passionate about it and whatever I was thinking. So I, I made this film, It was like 20 minutes. I cut down to like four minutes and I applied to a bunch of schools and it was super stressful, but it was like the most fun I've ever had. Uh, it was just me and two friends and we were all around our town, um, you know, going to these cool places and just filming this story I wrote. Uh, and I got accepted into NYU. So that was like the biggest. Encouragement, I guess, and it just led me into the direction and it 's just kind of the only place I felt like I really kind of like belonged and felt uh, comfortable in
0: yeah that's so cool um when you're younger, did you guys you and any of your friends or anybody ever like make films when you were younger, or were you just kind of always a fan of of the the art?
1: Oh yeah, no we I feel like every little kid finds the camera somehow and makes his own videos with their friends. Uh, I was just the only person who was like, I'm such a geek about technology and like uh, computers and cameras, but I just, it just stuck with me. So I would just get here and be so fascinated by like GoPros and stuff like that. Um, so I would just always be in my room on the computer, just experimenting, tweaking stuff. And I think that's where a lot of my style comes from is just sitting down, nothing makes sense, but me just trying to get it, get my thoughts together and making something cool out of it.
0: That's so cool. What um what kind of film influences are you? I know you you uh you mentioned David Lynch. Are there any yeah. any others?
1: Oh, oh god, yeah, absolutely. Um I think my favorite film is Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. That's one of my favorites too. Absolutely, yeah. It's just Michael Gondry is the director and he's just so weird. And all his sets are like crazy and out there and surreal. And I love Jim Carrey. And the idea that you can take this weird concept in your head and make it into a story and make it make sense. And, you know, have this strong emotion attached to it. Just like is really, really impactful on me. I just love movies. I like watching movies just because it's like an escapism kind of thing. I guess with anything uh, you can just, you know, somebody work so hard on something and if you watch it you know i don't know like it's like i like a lot of indie films too um so i would say a lot of my influences i think music is really tied to film because you know there's this big canadian band called we are the city which i'm a huge fan of and and they they kind of started their own film company and the visuals in that are gorgeous and I don't know. It's just something that like I can connect to. I think I'm the kind of person where I'm weird and just like stuff like that I'm super interested by. And I I can't tell you why. Um it's just I'm just, just so drawn to it.
0: Yeah, and I think that's one of the best things about uh films and stuff today is uh people are able to kind of explore all these different avenues and um, have all these kind of freedoms to create their own things, especially in the indie sphere. And I see that in a lot of your music and everything. It's like, so you are able to create all these like weird and interesting kind of sets and everything with your music and your videos and, and everything. So it kind of gives you that that artistic freedom to really express yourself in, in everything. And I think that's the same way with like, like you said, with Eternal Sunshine, where that's kind of like five different genres mashed together. It's hard to really put a genre to that movie. And I see that with a lot of like your your videos and everything where you're kind of like doing your own thing.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, yes, I think experimentation is so important um, because you'll, you discover like as long as you're constantly innovating and trying to grow, um, you can really hone in a craft that way. And since I'm so obsessed with like perfection. And when I make films, I'm, I'm, I'm so studious and like, I'm so focused on the technique that music is just kind of a side thing. I never thought I was going to get into it, but it's just like, okay, if I'm going to work really hard, um, and make my films, you know, uh, I guess, packageable and palatable to people that I want to be able to do something where there's no rules. I can do whatever I want. Um, and just make crazy sounds and get all my crazy, weird ideas out. And, and that's where music kind of stems from.
0: Yeah, for sure. So um, when you were growing up, was was music kind of like a second thought for you? Was that, always, or was that always something that you're like, you know what? Film and music can both be my passions. Because sometimes people will start with film and then kind of move to music. Or people will do music and then later down the road do different sort of um, things. Cause I s- remember you said that you also do like photography and writing as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I never ever thought I would ever make music. It was never a thing that I like, I had a goal or aspiration, like, Oh, I'm going to make mu- music. I'm going to record this. It's going to be awesome. It's just something I liked. And it just was always around. And since I like kept doing it, it just progressed slowly into, you know, one thing led to the next. But if you would have told me, like, hey, one day you're gonna like try to make a song, I'd be like, I don't, I don't see myself in that place. I just started playing guitar really young, and uh, it's just something to like decompress in my room. And then slowly, since I got more uh, involved with technology and like music culture here at college, I was just like, I feel this is something I feel like I want to do and get out
0: for no reason. So that's kind of how it how it stemmed out that's so cool what uh how old were you when you started playing guitar oh god uh fourth grade um, oh, okay nice i got
1: like a very cheap first act guitar and i sounded terrible but i played it all the time and they had this like it came with this like dvd this first act dvd of how to play guitar and i was i put it on i was so bored but i i just didn't stop playing guitar and i would just like bring it to school and play and I always have it in my hand. Uh then I took lessons and I'm really just self taught off YouTube. And it's just something I, I kept banging out and you know,
0: here we are. Right. I never stopped. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say YouTube is kind of like everyone's school. Oh it, yeah. You can you can learn anything on YouTube basically. That's so cool. Were you, did you have any uh like musical influences growing up?
1: Growing up, yeah. My music was always a part of my life. Um I did a lot of uh, shows in high school i guess that like slowly developed my confidence on stage and i was in musicals and stuff in high school um but actually listening to music um i think i started listening to music on my ipod shuffle which is just, <laughs> just, oh my god it was the worst but i was, right it was like the small thing you clip on you could that was one of my first ones yeah oh, you, you had the... get the you... yeah <laughs> Oh my God. You had the
0: clip on one. I had the clip
1: on one, yeah.
0: There was one before the clip on one where it's like this little, I don't even know what, it's like a little bit bigger than the clip on one. And there was just a fast forward and rewind button or like a skip song or pause. That Uh, might be the
1: shuffle. It was like the size of a quarter. You couldn't see songs you didn't know, but I knew like the order of all these songs. Right. And I would have my mom go on LimeWire and download all this pirated (laughs) music. So I would get like live. (laughs) Radio edits, or somebody was recording in their car, and I was like, "This is the best thing to happen to music." And I was like, right, dude scooter around, listen to my iPod shuffle."
0: Um, <laughs> yeah, get your I, computer all all sorts of viruses using LimeWire.
1: Absolutely, it was the best way to do it. And then, oh, the
0: only way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then slowly, like I got an iPod Touch, and I found my own music. uh All of it was pirated. I didn't. I didn't buy anything. Um, right. Right. Plus when you're the, young
0: yeah. it's hard to that's, I didn't know that's anything. the thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that's, that's the thing. When you're young you don't have much money to like spend on things, so like pirating music is it's good and bad. Obviously. It's good, I
1: was like seven, I didn't know.
0: Yeah, right. You don't know, <laughs> you don't
1: know. Um so like I i it was like basically started on the radio and I heard like Panic the Disco, so I was like, Let me just download a bunch of panic songs. And that's the first band I was really like, okay, I, I'm like really enjoying. That's the first time I listened to more than one song by an artist. And then I got another iPod and my, my older brother had all his music and it got downloaded onto my phone because it was already paid for. So that's when I started listening to like Shine Down and Rise Against and all these, these punk bands. Um, And, and slowly from then on, I just, I just love the way music made me feel. And like, it was my first experience really just like having such a strong emotion or reaction to like a piece of art. Uh, then I got a car in, in high school and it didn't have an OX cord. Mm. So all my friends would roast me and I wouldn't be able to play music. So every time I went to the mall, I would buy a CD. I was right. like the only one who bought CDs. So I would go to the dollar bin and, and just, I didn't even know what I liked. I just, whenever I recognize a title, I would buy a CD and throw it in. I have like a hundred CDs now. So <laughs> that's, I think where my strong attachment to a lot of bands comes from is just all these CDs in my car is the only way I consume music. And then in college, I had my headphones in every day. So I was listening to way more music and it's just, it was just an
0: avalanche of, of
1: this thing I was attached to.
0: Yeah, that's so cool. Uh, Definitely, you can go deep with, with music nowadays because you oh, can yeah. just get Spotify or Apple Music or whatever. And uh, you listen to one artist and they recommend another one and that goes on to another. And the next thing you know, you have 100 new artists to listen to.
1: Yeah, there's so much. And I think that's part of the reason why I do make music is because anybody can. You can throw, mm-hmm. Anybody can throw a song on Spotify. So I don't consider myself like a professional or... Um, like, a serious musician. It's just kind of, this is something I like to do, and I have an opportunity to do it now, which is the way the industry is going, and I think that's that's kind of perfect.
0: Right. When you make music, do you, uh, are you just, like, recording and, and producing it yourself, or do you have other people help you, or are you just kind of learning it as you go?
1: Sometimes. Um, usually, I'll make a song, and I kind of, as a way to incorporate all my friends and trying to make something collaborative i'll i'll write a song i'll I'll try to produce it you know as best i can then i'll send it to all my friends and say throw something on like tell me what tell me what i should do throw something on and then so a lot of the songs that um are going to come out are are just people adding their own spin on something i wrote in my bedroom
0: Mm. yeah that's cool because i was going to say definitely uh like making music and everything can it can be like a cool thing to do with friends. It can be oh, yeah. a cool thing to just do by yourself if you like doing that. And then um, ha- how how are you with uh, like editing softwares and stuff? Like, do you use Pro Tools? Do you a Logic Person? Or
1: I use so I recorded this. It's going to be an EP that comes out. Uh, it's called Experiments with Sound. It's just four songs that I made with my guitar, my iPhone, and then Adobe Audition because that's the uh, that's like the film editing software for for music and sound. Um, some drums on on FL Studio, so I have some like basic you know understanding of it, but I haven't delved too deep in like actual
0: softwares. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's so cool. So um, yeah. let's let's talk about uh, the new release. When do you plan on having that release by? That is going to come out
1: uh, before Christmas.
0: Okay, cool. It's just going to be four, four yeah.
1: I've I've four. been working on them forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, so it's like this thing I have to kind of step away from and say it's it's never going to be done the right way. But I need to get it to a spot where you know I think I think I I am comfortable with people listening to. It, so
0: how would you describe that? Um, what's it going to sound like? It's like experimental sort of. Rock music, guitar music. Yeah,
1: it's a mess. Um, <laughs> it's just <laughs> sort a, of
0: like a collage.
1: Yeah, sort of a, a, a whole smorgasbord of, of sounds. Um, it's, it's folky. Um, it's really like pop indie with some drums. Um, but really, I think folk and rock because, you know, it's, it's centered around. I read all my songs on the guitar. So I'll start with the guitar and then add layers and layers and drums and, and noises and, you know, weird ethereal conversations. And so it's just, it's, it's all very similar, but I think every song has a different, a very different kind of mood or feeling or genre to it. So it's hard to kind of pin down, but
0: it's, it's really um, at the heart of it. It's like a bedroom album. So Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And um do you plan on doing a music video for all of those songs? Is that kind of what your plan is? Like every song that you make, you like to have some sort of accompanied video or do you just oh, kind yeah of,
1: yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I'm super visual. So it mm-hmm. started out. Um I actually the first song I wrote on it and inspired it was uh I just filmed a bunch of, of videos with my friends and I was like, I need something to put this to. So it starts with videos and then I would write a song that I think would fit. Um, So all of them will have videos attached to it because at heart, you know, that's, that's the kind of medium I do is, is I'm so comfortable with film and editing videos. Uh, And one of them has an animation. So I started animating like pixel art, but I'm really excited to, to put that out somewhere.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, um, when you are creating music and then putting visuals and everything to it you're kind of creating this this huge kind of thing with it it's not just like oh it's just going to be an audio piece it's going to be a visual piece it's going to be basically like a a full-on immersive experience
1: yeah yeah it's i can't even help it it's just the my brain works it it's this whole big bigger concept i guess everything always relates to um, yeah. so, so it's been fun kind of just trying to figure out what that is along mm-hmm. the way. Like, I don't start with an idea, but I, I, I finish with one, I guess.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, do you, um, so you said that you're kind of like programming drums and everything. Do you play any other instruments besides guitar, or are you just kind of like messing around with some of the programs that you're using?
1: I slap on harmonica. I will not lie. I'm <laughs> <laughs> The guitar-harmonica combo is is pretty solid.
0: Yeah, are we going to get a guitar harmonica project in the future? Oh, absolutely.
1: I want a whole acoustic harmonica album.
0: Dedicated. I can't wait for that. Country. That's going to be the piece. <laughs> that's that's going to be, be it. It's
1: going to be my peak retirement album, i think. say. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I guess I have a basic understanding of, like, piano and bass and stuff like that, drums, mm-hmm. um, harmonica. Um, I've kind of touched every instrument. But I think once you really know once you really know the theory behind one instrument, you can kind of transfer that over. Uh, but my guitar is is really the the main main thing that holds all of my songs together.
0: Right, yeah, I was going to say that's normally the the instrument that that people sort of begin with, that or piano, it seems, are yeah. two of the ones that people start. Did you ever have a favorite guitar player growing up?
1: Favorite guitar player uh, gonna be really basic. I'm gonna say John Mayer.
0: Yeah, uh, hey, he's a great he's like, a great musician.
1: Yeah, John Mayer and you know, Green Day are were kind of like right influences of are of my generation is like growing up, you watch them on TV and it's like that's the only person I know that can play guitar.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say plus um like we're all around the same age. Uh yeah like American Idiot was huge. American Idiot yeah classic yeah. album. Right, yeah, for sure. Like that was on all the time and billy joe armstrong and everything like i would not be surprised if a lot of people like millennials in their 20s would say would cite him as like one of their favorite musicians because he was everywhere
1: totally totally i think that and really it's it was a guitar hero i think that and still, right right if you play guitar hero you were you were the king you're it's true man you were the coolest kid if you had it the drum set too on rock band that was that, it that's it that's and then they
0: started them. yeah and, and then guitar hero got really deep where they tried to do like it oh, actually yeah, teaches to- you how to play guitar Yeah, so, they had
1: a real one you plug in your actual guitar and you play on a real guitar
0: right and you know what as i'm thinking of it i'm pretty sure post malone said that he got his start Playing Guitar Hero and he's like, I, I love Guitar oh, that's Hero.
1: That's sick.
0: I'm, that's so I'm sick. almost positive that's what he said in an interview once. He said, I played Guitar Hero growing up and I really wanted to do the real thing. So he grabbed a guitar and then the next thing you knew, he was playing songs like Nirvana and different kind of like old school uh rock music. That's awesome. That's so cool. I love that. <laughs> yeah, a yeah, little it, fun fact. It
1: really did inspire, like I don't think about that influence enough, like it made guitar cool. Like everybody wanted a guitar and to play. Once you can play fire in the flames on on expert.
0: Right, you're then you're untouchable, basically
1: untouchable.
0: Right. And I think that's another thing where um like before uh like music and stuff was always kind of gate where like people wouldn't consider that authentic. Like, oh, you learned how to play watching youtube videos or you learned because you wanted to play guitar hero or something but now it's like with the power of the internet anybody can sort of make music and that's what you said earlier how you know it's so easy to put your stuff out and mm-hmm. you can just kind of be the creator of your own destiny almost
1: oh yeah that's like one of the first concerts i saw was the misfits and um my friend's dad was super into it and he would talk to me about music and really it's it's the inspiration that the first bands to be like you don't have to be van halen you don't have to be led zeppelin you don't have to be this this practiced, trained experienced musician to make music all you need to know is like three chords and that passion to like want to say something is its own culture in general i think with all the software and technology and accessibility that people have today it's anybody can make music and anybody can put stuff out and the industry is changing so much that you know, you could have a very specific taste of music and there's an audience for that. You know, anything you put out there will be an audience for. Uh, you can make side projects and it's it's opened up a whole new avenue, I think. Um, so that's the only reason I I make music is because now's the time to do it. Now I can.
0: Yeah, for sure. It's, it's as simple as creating a Bandcamp account, uh, downloading an app on your computer, and yeah. then putting it out there and having it having it done so that kind of takes us to like the next point um obviously with the pandemic and everything uh it's been like a really yeah it's been a crazy time to be an artist and everything and um i just didn't know like how has uh quarantine and everything has that made you more creative have you had more time to work on things or are you just kind of like "Eh, i don't really I'm not having that artistic itch right now just because of the world, the way of the world, because I've heard a lot of people having more of that, like, oh, I've, I've, I haven't been able to be creative because of everything happening.
1: Oh yeah. No, all of the above. Um, right. It's, it's a mix of like, you know, this, this, I'm, I'm trapped in my room. I, I, it was in the beginning. It was a lot worse where it was, I'm stuck at home with my parents. I'm, I i can not leave my room. Um, the only thing really that, that keeps me grounded and keeps me stable and sane really is just making something, whether it's taking a picture or, or drawing something or making, um, writing music is really this, I recorded all these songs and I played guitar so much more because it was a way to escape. It was this escapism. It was so important to have something to wake up for because, you know, everybody got depressed in the beginning. It was scary and it was like a rough time and everything was shutting down. And I just, you know, I I just kind of had no motivation to do anything else. But but art really and like making music and writing is, it kept me in a good mindset where it was, I this is something I enjoy. This is something I think is cool. I'm gonna keep working on it. I had all this time and it's really like, that's the only thing I would do and, and kind of put everything into because um, I would kind of like pour myself out as a distraction. Cause if I would stop for the day or, or, or not play guitar, I would be bored. I would just be so bored. And so it was, it was like, I had no choice basically. It was just something that it's just a part of me. It's just something I do. something that came out of me. So scary times but yeah no right yeah because i know that
0: some i know some musicians can kind of put pressure on themselves to be creative and i know that i've seen that with a lot of artists that i follow where uh there's kind of this added pressure to be creative during this time but yeah it doesn't really work that that way it's not just like oh i have all this free time now i can just create something but when you're just kind of locked away Mm -hmm. it's not always that's not always the case yeah, but it's cool to hear, hear that.
1: that yeah. yeah, dried up. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, but, but it's cool mm-hmm. to hear that sometimes, like, you know, you were able to find that creative outburst during this time.
1: Yeah, no, it can, it can definitely be hard. I don't know uh, if you, you know, do any art or, or make um, anything, but just having that outlet um, makes it not hard. I guess is there's a difference between work, and there's a difference between
0: passion. Mm-hmm. Has there been pressure to make music, or has it been pressure to make videos or anything, or is it just kind of like the same? Like, have you found it hard to work on one thing, or find it easy to work on another? Yeah, I'm.
1: I'm just as a person very hard on myself and like very ambitious, and I'm always trying to do as much as i can um i don't know if you like make anything or write or or let's do anything creative but as an artist like i feel like there is in a time like this i found myself like oh this is such a big moment in history and this is so big and important that i have to channel this into something um Mm -hmm. and i had to break out of that mindset right away because that just the feeling that I have to do something is the worst to my process. The worst thing you could do is like forcing it. Uh, yeah. it has to be organic. So when, when, what I, what I do as an outlet and to blow off steam and as soon as it stops being fun, as soon as I stop enjoying it, as soon as it stops, it starts being work. I shut, I kind of shut down. I had to shut down the project. I had to walk away from it because I no matter what I do, and no matter how hard I work on it or push myself, it's not gonna, it's not gonna come out right. It's just not gonna sound right. It's not gonna be authentic and real. And you can really hear that. You can really tell with any anything if someone doesn't mean what they say. I think that's an important aspect of it.
0: Yeah, definitely. Because um, you can't rush creativity. No. It's basically. It's very simple, simply put. But that's it's very it's very real. Like you can't just because the times are are kind of allow for more free time doesn't mean that that means that there'll be creativity.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: Because you yeah. have
1: that time, you know, it, 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 you get a lot of free time. Obviously, mm-hmm. I, I want to make work and I want to push stuff out and I want to play around, but as soon as you lose your sense of humor and, and get too serious, you know, it's, it can be, it can be really
0: detrimental. Right. Right. Yeah. So have you learned any new skills or anything during quarantine? Like, have you been able to kind of mess with a more like intricate, uh, like audio software or like kind of work with more video stuff or what?
1: Yeah. I learned how to juggle. That was a big thing. (laughs) <laughs>
0: that's awesome yeah <laughs> so i so i can expect in your new music to have a all my a, videos? A, juggling. A, a juggling videos juggling videos yes hardcore really into yes it. With uh, <laughs> some experimental music in the back
1: <laughs> yeah that's and a a harmonica solo. yeah when i start to look like Bo- bozo the clown in my in my videos <laughs> actually think about that i love I, I made a video where we all dressed up as mimes and clowns and that was like, it's not going to see the light of day. But uh, it was another. Problem.
0: But it's, I think that sounds like a great idea, though, to have for visuals for like some uh, avant-garde. It may, may sort of make tunes. an appearance.
1: It may make an appearance. So look out on the dark webs, people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but
1: um, as far as like software goes, I'm a nerd. I love to learn. Right. I love to get my hands on things, and I have like, I have like, I'm like super fired up all the time like when my brain's going i have like 20 tabs open and i want to do this or check out this or so i that's the kind of what started this is if i have free time i'm i'm going into like adobe after effects i'm going into fl studios or GarageBand and just tweaking and playing with things so i wanted to challenge myself so the two videos i have on youtube which are covers, was me going i want to do a simple series where i go to cool places i can travel with my brother and uh, just kind of record music and play around with softwares. And everything I do is just messing around, experimenting, having fun with stuff. So, yeah, no, always, always looking to learn new softwares and new skills and strategies and stuff.
0: Right. And with those songs that you mentioned that are covers, was there a reason why you picked those covers? I know the one's a Death Cap for Cutie song, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that like Yeah. Is that like one? Of it, do you just go by um, what your favorite songs are?
1: A lot of the times, like, I go by what I can sing the best, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> what I can play, what sounds good. Um, so I have like songs I've been playing forever and that I kind of like and just enjoy playing. Um, and those are the ones I had best rehearsed. So mm-hmm. that's why I did those covers was um, a mix of like, is it fun to play acoustic? Am I good at it? which is important because I've played a lot of songs where I just could not sing. They were not in my head. <laughs> I just right right able right. to sing them. Um, and yeah, songs I just liked. So it mm-hmm. was just a matter of opportunity and timing with those songs.
0: Right. Yeah. So um, when you're writing your own music, uh, what's that process like? Do you just kind of like mess around your guitar and then you just kind of like record what you're doing on your phone or do you come in with lyrics first and you just kind of like put them together?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. I'm still trying to figure that out too. Um, So I don't have like one method. A lot of songs come from different places, from different things. But a lot of the times it's after a long day, I'll like come home, play around on guitar and then make something I like, have a cool sound to it. Um, And I'll, I'll hear as the more I play it, I'll play it more and more and kind of workshop it in my head. Uh, then I'll, I'll hear like, at this part, I kind of wanted to do this or, or this, like in manifest. I found that cool chord progression. I would just hum, or hum along. And the thing that takes the longest is the lyrics because I think kind of like from a folk perspective, the lyrics are the most important part. And I I am not that skilled musically as I am, I think, lyrically um so it's kind of like here is this cool sound this cool ambiance now what do I want to say I think uh my songs all have like strong messages and, and strong poetry just because I'm such a I'm so you know analytical about the lyrics and this has to have this cadence and this has to be sung this way and um I really just try to try to make the lyrics interesting as possible because that's something I listen to is my favorite songs are just, you know, an acoustic guitar and somebody just, even if they're not a good singer, just being honest, like, like uh, Connor Oberst of bright eyes. He's, yeah, for sure. He's not the best singer, but it's just him and an acoustic guitar. And his, it just, his imagery is so pretty and it just takes you, it just kind of like takes you somewhere else.
0: So, right, uh, and I think it's he, about authenticity too. Oh yeah, not yeah. And he's an authentic musician.
1: Mm-hmm. I've tried to sing songs about like stuff, just that it wasn't me. Like if I if I try to write a song about certain things, I I could feel it's just it doesn't feel right. The feelings mm-hmm. not there. Um, so I try to be, you know, as honest as I can. But these songs, I think I I'm a little more guarded with. I would say this but you know i don't want people to think this way i'm not comfortable enough to say you know people's names that i know or like but i try to draw on real experiences in, in real places and people and i love that um specificity because um, it's easy to connect to really like if if i'm more specific and detailed about something um then it's someone can relate to it easier which is weird which is a weird mm-hmm. thing. So I try to be honest and paint a real image um, to hopefully connect some better to, to whoever decides to listen to it.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like when you uh, when you're writing, do you ever have a co-writer, or do you ever shop lyrics or whatever to friends, or do you just sort of stick solo when it comes to that? And you're more collaborative when it comes to the production side.
1: Yeah, I, when it comes to the message and the mood, I am very independent. And this is kind of just something I wanted to start just being like, not listen to anybody and just do what I wanted to do, but workshopping it. um, And musically, um, that is one area I I could progress more. Um, So when I reach out all of my songs that I've sent to other people and have them put a twist on it or, or kind of like help me workshop, Are always always come out better, always come out better musically. Um, So in that sense, yes. But as far as writing it and starting it goes, it's very personal and vulnerable for me. So I try to keep the essence to myself while also, you know, hanging out with my friends and and seeing what they can do with it.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. So um, can you talk about any like newer songs that you're putting out? Cause I know that you sent me to uh, manifest and self-destruct are those songs that you're going to be putting out before this four song EP, or are they just kind of like, you're just still workshopping those.
1: Oh yeah. So they're all going to come out individually. Uh, it's going to start with manifest because manifest is, it's finished. It's simple. It's right where I want it. Um, mm-hmm. And then the other two songs are the produced version of Romeo, uh, Julia kills Romeo act one um with just more production design self-destruct and the last song is going to be shut up and drive uh because they're the most production heavy um i think they're my favorite ones are manifest and shut up and drive so starting with manifest ending with shut up and drive are going to be how it lays out in the ep so they're they're the ones i i am so attached to so i tweak them more and um, right. So, but they're they're all going to come out consecutively.
0: So nice. Do you have a, Do you have any sort of like idea when they'll come out, or are you still kind of working on that?
1: They're they're just going to come out. I usually don't plan out releases yet. Um, I would say if you want to find them, following me on Instagram or on YouTube or Bandcamp, um, because I think they'll eventually end up on Spotify. Um, but again, this is just for me it's authentic it's I would love for people to listen, but at the end of the day i it, it's it's something I more for me to get out rather than um, geared toward like a mass audience or trying to get fame or likes or I don't have like a release schedule or I don't want to do promo it's just very this is me this is how I do it It's very relaxed and since I'm so i obsess over stuff so much i really think i want to reward people for listening and kind of it's very appreciative in the music of if you listen to it you can you can tell how passionate i am i think and um how grateful i am to have the opportunity to do it so you know no no dates but they'll just come out of nowhere
0: and stick around for that Right. Well, that's exciting because "Manifest" is a really good song, and like I, I would totally agree that it sounds as polished as it can possibly be, and it's just like ready to hit the streets. And I think people would dig it like hard because it's just a really good, it's a really nice song. And so is the other one. Uh, Seriously, they all are really good songs. That I think when when they come out, yeah, people will definitely mess with them. You can find uh, Kurt on um, what's your uh, Instagram account? What's your at? Kurt Am, K-U-R-T-A-M-M. Yep. And then um, you also have a Bandcamp page as well, right? Yes, I do. Yeah. It'll be That's a it. Kurt Ammerman Bandcamp, right? Absolutely. Yep. There you go. That's what they're in so just they're yeah, So just to conclude this interview, we'll just do a quick game of this or that. I'll give you a couple options to oh, choose from and you'll just kind of, yeah, you'll just kind of pick away. Hit me, Vince. <laughs> so the first one, uh, cats or dogs? Dogs. Pop or rock? Rock. I have to say, rock. Right. Uh, punk or metal. Oh, punk. Yeah, I agree. Film or digital, and this can be from either uh, your perspective when you either make stuff or just either how you consume things. Like, do you like using film or do you like using digital?
1: Man, why is that the toughest question? Um,
0: <laughs>
1: I say digital. It's easier to manipulate. Although there's like a there's like a purity with film. Uh, I'm, I sound super pretentious, but, but no, you don't,
0: <laughs> because I would probably agree with you. Because film, there's definitely a way that film looks or feels different than the digital aspect of it. Do you, when you create movies and films and stuff, do you use film?
1: I take a lot of pictures on film, but as far as video goes, I love it, but it's so hard. It's so impractical. It costs so much money. Right. If you can make a film, don't film it on on you know on a film camera <laughs> it, it yeah
0: but film photography is one thing that oh, i think yeah. is really in some cases can really be better than digital i i don't know i just think it's like the uh the clarity that comes with film yeah, yeah. it's something that can't be duplicated on digital
1: yeah you can't replicate it you can try but it, it it'll never be you know as as precious as film is
0: right right yeah so um New music or your favorite tracks? Oh,
1: God. <laughs> um, my favorite tracks. My favorite tracks. Yeah. Because I have such an emotional attachment already to them.
0: Mm-hmm. Writing or directing? Ooh, writing. <laughs> uh, tea or coffee? Coffee. Coffee. Buckets of coffee every morning. <laughs> it fuels, uh,
1: fuels my music.
0: Yeah. <laughs> digital or vinyl vinyl get more sound out of it i agree get more I'm, I'm much out of more vinyl. vinyl yeah instagram or twitter
1: instagram you used to have a twitter it was it was too much
0: yeah <laughs> it <was a> lot. <laughs> yeah seeing seeing photos is is much is much more uh is better yeah you get definitely me. you got me it's
1: all visual That's why i just like to look at stuff i don't like right don't like to read books i want to look at the pictures
0: <laughs> Um, VHS or DVD
1: mm. <laughs> I would say DVD but some of the best movies are on
0: VHS i agree action or drama ooh drama right eternal sunshine drama love it.
1: I love it as much as I love marvel films right i want to feel something i want to feel something yeah. sometimes I gotta feel
0: it. Pneumat- and no matter how many times you watch Eternal Sunshine, there's something new to feel every single time. That movie is so filled with emotion. It's unbelievable. It's, it's gorgeous. Yeah. Watch it, it. I would
1: recommend watching it at 3 a.m. Just be exhausted.
0: Uh, just be raw. The, that's the best time to watch those types of movies is like when you're half asleep, but you're just barely conscious. Mm-hmm. It's quiet at night. All you hear the the crickets chirping. The crickets. Yeah, it adds. <laughs> yeah and you just kind of vibe out and you just feel it
1: yeah Vince this sounds very specific it sounds very <laughs> <laughs> it
0: is've it's it's like been here before I've been there many times um book or movie book always the book always always, book. always comes out better, yeah uh nirvana or smashing pumpkins god uh. <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm just gonna say
1: Nirvana, just for just for their style. I love Smashing Pumpkins music, but Nirvana was like a cultural icon. You know, true. Plus the same name. Plus, I was
0: gonna say. Plus, it's got to be the name. That's one of the reasons why I asked the question. That's my bias. Oh, he's got hundred percent bias. (laughs) It's got. It's got to. Spotify or Apple Music? Spotify.
1: My brother has Apple Music, and I fight him all the
0: time. How could you not want Spotify? It's got to be Spotify. Gotta be Spotify. Netflix or Amazon Prime. Netflix. Yeah, Netflix. Mosh pit or stage dive.
1: Now we're getting to the good questions. Uh, I've (laughs) caught stage divers. I used to work security. But mosh. Oh yeah, mosh pit. I'm I'm just like I'm an energized person. I love like I can stage dive, but I need I need to be in it. I need to like. I need to be running around and windmilling and whipping stuff. I need to get punched in the face. That's how <laughs> you really that's how you experience music if you're gonna listen to like punk.
0: If you don't lose a couple teeth at the show, did you, you was, even, go, you to the even the go to the show? Did you listen to the music? And no. The answer is no. Nothing Where did you do security at? I did it at the Met in Philly. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, oh, it was so much fun. I used to do um, when social distortion came I was barricades and I would just break up my hits and catch stage divers. I wasn't I didn't I didn't listen to them at all. I just did I just kinda hung out and listened to music and it was the best.
0: <laughs> uh fall or summer? Fall. I love yeah. fall. I love Halloween. I love the season. Yeah, especially when like the leaves start changing and everything. It can really Gorgeous. parks can be really nice. So pretty. Yes. Uh, solo or collaborative?
1: Definitely collaborative. Uh, yeah. Every every beautiful piece of artwork usually comes from multiple people. Mm-hmm. Festival or club show? Club. Yeah, some of my favorite concerts have been house shows.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, original music or cover?
1: Whew. Definitely original, but some covers like. Like, hurt. Johnny Cash is hurt. Some of them are just better. Some of them just mm-hmm. sound better in some of mouth. They're like Heartless by the Fray versus Kanye West. Kanye West is, is good at music, but he can't sing that, that well.
0: <laughs> mm. Right. Uh, family Guy or The Simpsons?
1: Something I stand behind. I, hmm. I'm going to say Family Guy makes me laugh more, but when The Simpsons does make me laugh... It's like, I laugh hard. Makes you laugh hard. Makes me laugh yeah. hard. So respect to <laughs> Seth MacFarlane.
0: Absolutely. And then, um, so the last two are going to be, obviously, uh, Halloween scenes. Vampire or werewolf? I love this.
1: I would say vampire. If I could be anyone, it would be a vampire. I like right, the, yeah. Like the, the aesthetic of a vampire is just... Way more, it's it's way more fun. You're a werewolf. You don't get to wear clothes. You don't get to control it. But a vampire, it's classy.
0: Uh, I think I know the answer to this, but Halloween or Thanksgiving?
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Halloween. Just for
1: the season. Just for the movies. I love food, but there's
0: like a there's like something like a like a season attached to Halloween. Right. And then, actually, this will be the last one since we're talking about Halloween. Freddy or Jason? Freddy. Thomas. I would have to agree. Freddy, right?
1: Yeah, okay. Yes. Yeah, the one is yes. is just dreams. You know, I'm all about that.
0: I know. So am I. Well, Kurt, thank you so much for this interview. It's been really cool doing this with you. Everyone should check out Kurt's music. Follow thank him on Bandcamp. Man. Follow him on Instagram. Appreciate it. Follow him on any other social media platforms. Look out for his EP that will drop later this year. You know it. And, and Kurt, it's been a pleasure. Thanks. Thank you
1: this so was much. so fun. Thanks, man.